Okay, so this is actually a personal experience again because uh, this is a story I had one time when I was working. I was I'm already working for five years now at the government hospital, and this happened when I was on my third year. So here it goes. Mm. Do you remember a time when you made a mistake and someone pointed out to you in an embarrassing way? Like so embarrassing, you just kept saying in your mind, oh, please ground, swallow me up right now. And uh, you feel bad because at the back of your mind, you're thinking, was I really wrong to be humiliated like that? I know you could relate to that experience. I mean, who doesn't make embarrassing mistakes at one point in their life, right? I had one too. And here it goes. One normal day while I was at the information desk of a government hospital I was working at, Lots of clients were lining up to ask me for their inquiries. It was a Monday, and we all know that Monday meant full house in every establishment. Now, I have always been a polite and cheerful desk officer, so I tried to accommodate um, their questions to the best that I can so that they will feel welcomed and um, comfortable to ask me questions. Now, fast forward, there is this one person who can't seem to wait in the line. I don't know if he's in a real hurry or he was just impatient and wanted to cut the line. You know, these clients who at first glance you can tell are bossy and arrogant. Mm, I have encountered these clients of clients once in a while. And normally, I would just let them be after accommodating them. I mean, in customer service, you just have to try to keep your cool most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. But... One, but this um, one client asked me a question that I, at that time, have no idea what he was looking for. So, in an impatient voice, he asked me, Myth, where is the Shriner's ward? I momentarily froze at that time. And when I recovered, I quickly did a mental scan of the general info I have with the hospital. In my three years of working at that time, I have memorized every wards we have. But that was really the first time I have encountered Shriner's ward. So instead of telling him, sir, I have no idea what you're looking for because it was not familiar to me, I told him, Sir, do you have a communication with the watcher or the patient you're looking for? I was expecting he'd say yes, because then 
I would have asked him to just contact his patient and or call his patient and ask him the location where he is admitted. But did you know what he answered me instead? Mm -mm. In an impatient voice and in a loud voice, he told me, what kind of an information officer are you when you can't even answer a simple question? I held my breath when I heard that. It was embarrassing enough to be questioned about my service. But it was even more embarrassing when he shouted it loud enough for the people in line to hear. At that time, I was thinking, oh, girl, please just swallow me up. How could I even face the next customer after this? And I could have apologized to him, but he quickly walked away. And I could still hear, hear him muttering bad words about me. And so what I did was I quickly asked around for what that Shriners Ward he's looking for. So I, I asked a lot of people actually, and most of them, like me, are not aware of that ward. And turns out, later on, I found out that it was the former name of a ward that was already renamed as Ortho Ward. Ortho Ward, which is I'm familiar of. Did that make me feel bad? Yes, definitely. Uh, making mistakes make us feel bad about ourselves. Making wrong choices make us feel bad about ourselves. And as long as we are alive, we can still make mistakes. But these mistakes can also make us better when we learn from them. When we make mistakes, we can either dwell on it and feel bad forever or we can turn around, we can turn our life around and apply the lessons we gain from that experience. Let's choose the latter. <laughs> Much better than yesterday. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Much better than yesterday. Um, so there are a couple of times when you ask for permission and you don't mm -hmm. need to. So you, you said, I have a story, and so here it goes. Don't need to ask for permission. Okay. Okay? Mm -mm. We're here for a story. Tell me a story. Mm -mm. We don't need a once upon a time in, in, is what I'm saying. Okay? Mm -mm. Um, did you write that out, or did you remember all of it? I uh, write out bullets and then just piece it together. Okay. So now, if you take the body of your story, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. body of your story is the, I worked at the desk. I had a Monday. We know Mondays are crazy. This guy, Shriners, mm -hmm. couldn't help him. Body of your story. Let's take the, mm -hmm. the body, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, the framework that I have taught you so far is called hook, story, offer. Mm -mm. Okay? So mm -mm. that's the story. Your mm -mm. hook is on the end of what do you do next? I'm uh, sorry, your offer is on the end of what do you do next, of learn from it, let's move on. 
Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. The book is that beginning of um, have you ever made a mistake in an Mm-mm. embarrassing way? Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. What we're always doing is marrying hooks to stories to offers. Mm-mm. Because you can have the same story with multiple hooks Mm-mm. and the same story with multiple offers, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. And it's trying to figure out what's the combination that's going to work the best. So you went with an embarrassing way, right? Mm-hmm. A mistake um, that made you feel embarrassed. Okay, that's a hook. It's a good hook, right? Mm-mm. What's another hook you could have used? Hmm. Unfor- unforgettable time where you were embarrassed. Okay. Um, okay, go away from embarrassed. What's another hook? Hmm. Uh, an impatient, an encounter with an imp- with an arrogant customer or an impatient customer do you ever had an encounter with a with an impatient customer or an irate customer okay Um, dealing with irate customers would be better okay okay your hook doesn't always have to ask a question questions are great hooks but it doesn't Mm-mm. always have to ask a question. Mm-mm. Okay. So there, there are other hooks that you can can write here or consider here. You can go down that customer path because the other part of that story is was the next customer bad or was the next customer good? The next one after the bad mm-hmm. customer. It's a good customer. Yeah. And so that's another hook to the story. How how will I make that a hook? Well, what to do after a customer cusses you out? Three things to remember while a customer is cussing you out, right? Right. Now, if that was your hook, it's still the same story. We may tweak the story a little bit because we we, we now will talk a little bit about what happens. That was so we do less the lead up of the story mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about what happened after <clears throat> the customer left than we did. Mm-mm for and then we just need a different offer on the back end Mm-mm. right that right. matches hook Mm-mm. okay so in copywriting we talk about and storytelling we talk about opening a loop right mm-hmm. and closing a loop Mm-mm. so when your hook opens a loop in the mind of the customer of the reader Mm-mm. the viewer your hook opens their mind and says, oh, there's something I got to pay attention to. And because that loop is open is why they read your story, okay? You ever watch a movie and there really wasn't an ending? Mm-mm. Or the ending was just kind of wah, wah, You walk away feeling like, I just wasted my time. Yeah. Like you hooked me. You gave me a story, but then I did. You didn't close it up for me. You didn't bring me all the way back around and make it real for me, right? And so that's mm-hmm. the relationship between the hook and the offer. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, so much better today. Right? Thank you. You had moments where you, you, you know, you hooked me early and then you kept alluding back to it and kept, you know, making sure that the hook went a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. Now, the thing about outline and the verbal is it's very easy to get overly wordy, which you did in the middle. Like there was a lot of words that we could have cut. And that's okay. Mm -mm. Once you see it written, you'll be able to say, oh yeah, we can cut this down. Mm -mm. So keep practicing your hooks. Keep practicing your hooks, right? Okay. We create a bank of stories and then we put different hooks on them. So I go fishing. And one of the things... One of the things that's interesting when you fish and, and it, when you go fishing is mm -hmm. when I arrive to fish, there may be people who are leaving. Mm -hmm. And there's a conversation that happens. Okay, it's a very quick conversation. Mm -hmm. the, the conversation goes something like this. How's the fishing today? Mm -hmm. It was good. Today, they're biting X. Bass are biting Y. And so what the other fisherman is telling me is we're fishing for the same fish. This fish is always here. It's a bass, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But today, the bass are biting night crawlers. I may come back in a week and they'll say, ma'am, Today, they're biting plastic bait. Mm. And they're not eating night crawlers. What is my point? We're fishing. And even in the true sense of fishing, you're always trying throwing out different types of bait to see bait. what the fish is going to bite. Always, constantly. Mm -mm. Right? And those are your yes. hooks. Those are your hooks. Right? Mm -mm. Um, Russell Brunson, who's one of the greatest at this in the world, he 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 says it pretty much like this. He says, you know, you can have one story and then write a hundred hooks, and then put all of those hooks out with the with the same story to see which one actually works. All right. So the next post we're going to do. So you looked at this one. You have to answer right by making sure you understand what your audience wants. Mm -mm. I actually don't even like that quote. <laughs> okay, well, let's run with it. So this is what you wrote, or is this what, yeah, this is what I got out of the um, out of chat. So I'm assuming this is what mm -mm. you mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually like Do you want to edit this? Is that what you're laughing? I want with? to improve this. <laughs> I want to improve this, but first, I'd like to hear what you thought, what you think of this, and what do you think 
uh, I can do to make it better. Okay, what would you like to change? The first part, it's like saying that goes, it takes two to tango. I'm thinking of that LinkedIn post you shared to me the other day with the hook. Have you ever tried or have you ever put your foot into your mouth, something? And then, uh, maybe add, um, So that would be the first part, and then all about using it when your product and service while your customers should find it. Actually, this it's not all about you geeking out about your product and service. I got this from one of your YouTube videos, YouTube shorts, and I put it there. And then let me tell you this, when you answer the right questions, questions, and you make sure you understand what your audience, audience wants, they'll trust that you know what they need and you can help them get there. Okay, so. Nika, mm -mm. this is the moment of overthinking. Okay? Mm -mm. This is the moment of overthinking. You ready for this? Yes. So, on this side, we have the original. On this side, we're going to have the edited version. Now, we already have, you have to answer the right questions. We already have that in the quote, so we don't need to repeat it. Okay. 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 I'm gonna show you how I would edit this.
the dots were all right. The difference isn't actually that major. The only thing that I did was take out some assumptions that you made. And it's okay. one of the keys in storytelling is understanding the assumptions of the person consuming the story. Okay. Right? Because this is what you wrote. I think the two, it takes two to tangle with genius. I'm actually confident enough with my work. So that's why I reacted that way. But I thought it was great because this is that's exactly what we're talking about. It takes two to tango. Right? And not only, and 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 here's again getting back to hooks and getting back to emotion. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Picture the tango. Okay? If you're picturing two people tangoing, you're having emotion. What's the emotion that you're having? The tango is a beautiful dance. It's a sexy mm -hmm. dance. It's a dance that you do with someone that you feel connected with. Right? And that brings out emotion in someone. Right? At that point, they can smell their partner's perfume or cologne. They can feel their body. They emotion all right it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. i completely relate and understand it takes two to tango it takes two to tango and now you're going to prove to me that the two that are tangoing are you and your customer this that was brilliant i mean we could even weave it in more but uh we don't have to like you can always make things better there, there comes a point of because we can weave the whole tango thing in even more, right? Don't just turn on the camera and talk to yourself about stuff that you want to talk to, right? We could tighten up like that and, and really show that disparity of you're dancing by yourself versus you're tangoing, mm -hmm. right? You could, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. It's not... Should not take the word all out. It's not about you speaking out about your product and service. Let's change this to before. Or service. And why your customer should buy it, unless that's what your audience wants. And that's the key. Did you write that? Or was that already there? Uh, no, I wrote that based from the video you had in your YouTube. You took my words and used them perfectly. Thanks. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. By saying, don't do this unless that's what they want. And that's the key. You And then I added this piece. You have to figure out what they want and then create video content about that. So that's the assumption piece that you missed. Mm. Right? Mm -mm. That's the connector where mm -mm. you made them make a mental jump. Ah, right. Because I, I talked about turning on the camera and talk about stuff, but then I left out the creating video part. 
Well, not even so much that. Let's mm -hmm. go back to the original. Let's look at the original mm -hmm. here, right? Okay. Unless that's what your customer wants, and that's the key. Let me mm -hmm. tell you this. When you speak in the language of your uh, audience, right? And so it's like, okay, how am yeah. I speaking the language of my audience? Right? Yeah. How do I get to that? That's the yes. assumption. So what's the key? Mm. Right? So yeah, it's here, but how do I get that? You have to figure mm. it out. Mm. Right? So that's mm -mm. the key you have to tell them. So in order to get to the key of speaking mm -hmm. in their language, the first thing you need to do is figure it out, which by the way, is called the ASQ framework, which by the way, mm -mm. have what you need from us. Mm -mm. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Because mm -mm. We'll learn about that when we get, the dogs are fine. You don't have to go on mute because of the dogs. Um, you'll learn about that when we get to our what videos. Right now, I'm giving you a why video. Right? Mm -mm. And in my why video, I'm just going to tell you that you've got to figure it out what they want and create video about that. Right? Then in my how video, mm -mm. I can do a how video on how we figure it out. Mm-mm. And in the what video on, let us do that work for you. Mm. Okay, so that's a little piece that was missing there. Just that assumption mm. coming from you, you said, and that's the key. You gave them the key, but you didn't take them on that next piece of the journey of what they need yes. to do before they get to the key. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Okay. Intelligent people mm. would have figured it out. However, we write to 12-year-olds because we have to tell adults what to do. Now, tell them what they want to know and then understand it and not what, not what you want to talk about. So I'm now closing that loop back mm -hmm. on, just turn on the camera and talk about stuff you want to talk about. So I opened the loop and then I closed that closed loop, it. right? Mm -mm. And I, and, and I closed the loop in the negative fashion and said, and then they'll trust you. Because I'm also making the assumption and telling you that your consumer is not trusting you right now. Mm -mm. And that's now the loop that I'm opening that we don't close until we get to a what video. Now, that's where we get real tricky because I did just open a loop. The loop that I opened here is your videos don't work right now. People don't trust you right now. Mm -mm. Okay. Right. Right. And then I say, but when they trust you, they'll buy from you. And so I'm further digging that in because you're creating video right now. Nobody's watching it, so you know no one's buying from you, so you know it's not working. Mm -mm. I'm telling you all of that without actually saying you're doing it wrong. Mm. Right. Because we can come back and clean up how to do it right and why you need us to help you do it right later. Okay. The thing that I'm doing here is, and that, well, nah, it's not me, it's you. You wrote this. I, I just cleaned up what you wrote. The thing that you did here was you illuminated to them that they have a problem. Mm. There is a solution, 
but you have a real problem. Yes. Did your post do this? It did. It very well did, but it just left some assumptions. But you weren't that far off. And that's the part I want you to see and hear. Okay? I don't feel like, oh, man, I sucked. You didn't. And then I don't like how she does this, watch the full video as I talk about blah, 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 unless it's related directly, because five best practices of thought leadership marketing are not related directly to what we've been mm. talking about. Mm, I see. Right? It's like, why do I want to watch I that? I just copied it out. <laughs> no, I know, I know. And so I'm, I'm showing you this because you'll see this and realize, mm -hmm. don't just take that, consider, mm -mm. does it matter? Like if, for example, this was, here's one of the best practices of thought leadership, and we wrote something about that, then yes, mm -hmm. it makes sense that watch the full videos. I talk about the five best practices is the call to action. But that CTA, remember, hook, story, offer. Right? Yes. That mm -mm. Offer doesn't match the hook. Okay. Okay. Mm -mm. The want to learn more is because I left you with an open loop and I know that. I deliberately opened the loop and told you your people don't trust you. You're creating content and, the, and your people don't trust you. I opened that loop and then I say, Do you want to know more? See, this is an awful title. Okay, so let's consider let's consider the hook, right? Our thought leadership can make you even richer. The, the reality of your headline is it's part of your story, obviously. It's, the hook is part mm -hmm. of you know, overall of the post and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that there needs to be what? A guide, a hero, hero. and a problem. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Right? Mm -mm. There needs to be a problem in your hook. We know who the guide is. We're not mm -mm. at all confused by who the guide is, right? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So let me ask you a question. Tell me about mm -mm. the the hero, the character of this story that wants. Well, let me ask you a different question first. Mm -mm. Um, Nika, do you want to get richer? Of course. <laughs> really? Yes. You want to get richer? I, I want to be rich because I'm uh -huh. not rich. Hold on, stop. Right, stop right there. Stop. Okay, sorry, sorry. Stop okay. Right you said, yes, I want to get rich. You don't want to be richer. You want to get rich. Who wants to be richer? The ones who are already rich. So what are we saying to everyone who reads this title? Mm, it makes your audience limited to the rich people only our audience is trying to scale their business not a single one of them considers themselves to be rich mm -mm. they're trying to scale their business to get to rich so therefore this does not at all as a headline talk to mm -mm. our at all let's watch the mm -mm. video See what this guy has to say. Mm. Uh, and they, they put it here too. That's why. So I'm going to hate this. 
revenue reason number two that you want to become a thought leader is higher billing rates. Yeah, not only will you grow faster, so, but there you go. I'm talking about higher billing rates. Okay, higher billing mm -hmm. makes you richer, <laughs> and so therefore. The person who did this editing and chose this title originally did not understand what this was about. Mm. You're going to find this. When you find this, this video needs to get rejected. You have all power to do that, to say this does not fit. That's one of the ways that we do QAQC here is there are multiple people that touch the same thing, right? Mm -mm. And because I expect all of you to think, I expect that you would see this and say, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And even if you're, you're, you're somewhat curious about whether it makes sense or not, to bring it up and mm -hmm. say, hey, does this make sense? Mm. Right? I got a question about this one. Should we be doing this what we should be doing? Right? Or to get to the place where you're like, yo, that's flat out wrong. This got mm. to go. Okay? Mm -mm. So you should see this. And, and red flag it right away. Okay. Now, here's the deal. Mm -mm. By red flagging it, you're not complaining about your coworkers. By red flagging it, you're not getting someone else in trouble. This is how the system is built. Okay. okay. Because we produce way too much content to leave it to one person to do all the QAQC. So we all have to take part. I very often will just pick up my phone and shoot a short video that mm -mm. on social. Um, and those end up in here as well, like this one. This is a good example of a video like that. Raina is going to need your help um, with these. Okay, so tool number two that I use when reporting these one minute original clips here. So as I've said before, um, I shoot them on my phone and then I upload them straight from my phone to Google Drive. At that point, uh, Zapier, Zapier, however you want to say it, I have a zap that's watching that folder. And every time it sees a new file get dropped, uploaded into that folder, it then will fire off and create a task inside of ClickUp. So I'm actually giving you two tools in one right now. Okay. So Zapier is going to fire off um, an automation that creates a task in ClickUp and that task automatically gets assigned to someone on my team that says, hey, there's a new video. We need to go put up this new video that Atiba just did. Okay, so Zapier and ClickUp.
Okay, so I shoot a lot of those types of videos, right? Obviously, well, let me ask you that. This is this a why, how, or what level video? Um, this is a how. Correct. Video. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. So it's a how video. Mm -hmm. um, so we know with okay. a how so, video, true. we want more interaction. That's what we're going for. We want them to write three lines of, of text, <laughs> mm -mm. right? Um, yes. Possible. Um, I drop tools here. Mm -mm. I talk about tools specifically. Um, mm -mm. One of the things that we can also do because I, like for example, I did a I did something the other day, and talked mm -hmm. about a tool, right? And someone mm -hmm. saw it and they went and bought the tool, and the tool mm -hmm. sent fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? So I do have affiliates. So you'll affiliates. Get that mm -hmm. as well. Where you know, if I'm talking about Zapier, I may have an affiliate link, and we will put that in there. So that if they go off and they get it, we also make money off of that. Okay. Um, if I'm gonna talk about it, I may as well get paid for it, right? Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the video. Mm -mm. Let's see what she wrote. Mm. For the headline, it's, I remember you saying that odd numbers make more impression on the viewers. So in this case, it's just two tools, but we can add a bonus. Uh, wait, wait. So in this case, you're not going to be able to get away from the, the even number because it is tool number two. So yes, mm -hmm. this is going to have to break the rules or mm, okay. a guideline, okay? Because um, if we put it up as tool number... Ah, okay, okay. It has to be tool number two plus another one, right? Because I'm doing mm -hmm. a sequence. Uh, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. But tool number two, Zapier and ClickUp, huh. does that make you want to... Like, you've never heard of that stuff. Does that make you want to hook and watch that? No. Yeah. Um, right? And so, tool number two, how I create video tool number two. Right? Because mm -mm. people know I create video. And so, if you've been already watching me and, and now I'm telling you how I do it, and like, okay, yeah. There are enough people who watch me and say, I wish I could be like you on camera. Great, I'm telling you how I can how I do it. You're gonna to want to see that. Mm -mm. Right? Then the rest of the caption is just all wrong. Mm. I'm thinking of using Zapier and ClickUp ads like buddies or why they're your friends in creating your your videos and assigning them to your team or making easier one minute videos. I can see that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so um, here's what I need you to do next then, is mm -mm. keep editing these actions. 